Hey guys, welcome back to Tequila for Breakfast. I'm your host, Dana DC. Hope you guys' this week is going amazing. Um, mine is going really, really good. I had like typically the Mercury retrograde don't bother me in ways that it does other people. This time around was a heap of shit. And I can't even say that. Maybe okay, so you get like three of them a year, right? If I'm not mistaken, I feel like the ones in the spring or the first one of the year is the one that like kicks my ass every time. Because if I'm not mistaken, I feel like my first season, I had a whole episode about like the Mercury retrograde and how it was fucking me over. And like it was around this time of year, like closer to the spring. And yeah, that was the one this year, the same time, like same bullshit. And, uh, you guys know that I have been talking about this whole Patreon thing. A lot of y'all didn't know what it was for a long ass time. And, uh, I was saying I was going to do it in December, blah, 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 blah. And I kept putting it off, kept putting it off. Well, I tried to do it this weekend and I had a whole little countdown, the whole thing. If you follow me, you've probably seen it. It was like, Dana, well, shit, where's the announcement? What happened? Yeah, that's because I launched it and Patreon was like, yeah, we have to review your page before you launch it. And I'm like, why would y'all not say that before I tried to launch my shit? So that happened and then they approved it. And then I went to go see if it was up and active and live and it wasn't. And it still said it was in review. So I'm like, what the fuck? So they finally released it. It is live. It is active. I have subscribers now. People are starting to come and subscribe and check out tequila after dark uh so that was super excited for me they're really honestly yeah it made my week because i've been so scared and so nervous about that and it's pretty much the same as tequila for breakfast it's literally just like a little raunchier a little more erotic it's yeah so that's that um if you're following my social media you are probably seeing just like a difference in the way that I am posting. And yeah, I promise I'm just trying to give y'all better content. It's a lot harder than it seems. Or maybe I'm just putting too much thought into it. I'm too much into my thoughts, like in my head about it. Because I'm just like, okay, well, I just want shit to be so perfect that I like, I overthink shit and I overdo shit. I get a little extra. That's my Leo, the extra shit. But like the overthink is definitely definitely my Aquarian moon and I just I just be wanted it to be like right you know what I'm saying and like before I was not like putting much thought into my content I would hop online and see what was current and like you know what was pissing me off or getting on my nerves and like just talk about it and um I do kind of want to get back to the aspect of like the title of my podcast is tequila for breakfast and I named it that for a reason like first of all like anybody knows me else I love to drink tequila I love tequila it's it's the party liquor like vodka is super cheap and it's nasty and it gives you hangovers no thank you tequila it can get you in a sexy mood it can get you in an amp mood a fun mood and you know you'll have a great time and you wake up and you won't have a hangover I love it so like (laughs) you know It was a time in my life where I was like waking up and like alcohol was the the thing. It was the mood. That was, that was the mood, you know? So, um, 
it's just, yeah, I named my show this for a reason. So I do want to keep it kind of live and like fun, like something awesome for y'all to listen to. But at the same time, I just want to be more informative with my content. I don't want to just get on here and rant to you every week. So, you know, that is what I am working on. And I don't want to be too overly opinionated because I do want to create I don't want to say a safe space for everybody because obviously I can't please everybody. But for my tribe, I just want my podcast to be a safe space for my tribe. Um, I do think that's more so where Tequila After Dark comes in at because like um, I am a a very sexual being. (laughs) And I don't feel like I have to share that with the world. But I do feel like that is something that It doesn't have to be so taboo and that, you know, people should be able, adults especially, specifically, should be able to come together and talk about sexual things without it being considered, like, super raunchy and, like, you know, all that other good shit. But that is what Tequila for Breakfast is for. Um, I'm super excited. If you're following my Patreon, then you've already seen, like, or heard, like, the podcast or, you know, see my Tuesday tip or, um, yeah, I have other stuff planned just for, you know, days throughout the week. I just want to keep it like active and like give people their money's worth because it is like a subscription service. You are paying for it. I do want to make it worth your money and worth your time. And yeah, just, you know, keep shit jumping. Um, I, uh, have completely uh it's been a while now but like I revamped my Instagram I am planning on revamping my website even though I just launched it it's only like a month old but I do want to go back and I think I'm gonna get rid of my vlog section and I'm thinking about just launching a YouTube instead and like use that to quote-unquote vlog and like share my life or whatever um so, y'all can let me know what y'all think about that. Um, that's pretty much that. I have been... I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know last week we were in negative, what, three was the lowest or negative five. A week ago today we were like negative three, negative five degrees outside. And today it was down to 70 degrees and I went out and ran errands. And ever since I got back home, like, my the voice has been raspy. I'm getting nasally drippy all of that stuff so um definitely going to take me some theraflu tonight before i like lay down because i ain't got time for the bullshit y'all know i don't do sickness on no level um but anyways yeah so i'm just trying to you know catch my groove and focus on building my brand uh i've always said you know i don't like working for people And I think it's just now time for me to actually put forth a lot of effort and faith into God and to like building my brand, even if I don't know exactly what it is that I'm doing, just kind of like figuring my way out, like while I'm doing what it is I'm doing. So that's pretty much that, guys. Uh, It's a lot of shows that I really want to binge watch right now because I keep hearing about all these good movies and TV shows on Hulu and Netflix and Prime. And, like, I want to make time for that shit, but it's not really going to happen anytime soon. Maybe because I've been homeschooling my baby. So, 
uh, I just found out the rest of her class <laughs> isn't really uh, keeping up with the schoolwork. So I'm like, uh, I don't want to keep putting all that pressure on her. And she's the only one. But I do want to keep her like focused on her education a little bit and like, you know, making sure she's up to par. Because right now my baby's four years old doing like kindergarten work. So by the time she's six, like or five, she'll be ready for like first grade work. And, you know, she's reading fucking four months ago. She couldn't read like she's legit reading. It takes her a while because, again, this is something new for her. She's only four. She's already like kind of ahead of her schedule, whatever. So I don't want to be too hard on her. But that's the vibe over here. Education, business and bonding. Mommy, daughter bonding. Uh, It's been pretty awesome. Uh. Yeah, that's that. Uh, as far as guests on my podcast, I will always try to have someone on here as often as I could because for me, it's funner. I feel like I have better episodes when there's other people involved. Um, it's so hard, you guys, trying to come up with content to basically talk to myself about without getting like too in-depth in my opinion opinions. And I think that has a lot to do with me uh, trying to redirect the way my podcast goes because I feel like a lot of my content in the past has just been me like oversharing and ranting and I don't like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm working hard on like more guests and <clears throat> excuse me having more guests on for you guys and like actual conversations. I do plan on working with a lot of people that are content creators from St. Louis because it's a lot of people out here launching their businesses and doing their things. And we're all just, you know, have the same goal in mind, trying to feed our families and like build a life for ourselves without like dragging ourselves through the mud. Like, and I, I fucking, I fuck with people who have, that goal in mind and are actually doing something about it because we are the world is changing to say the least and the way that we make money is changing the way that you are able to build a legacy and make money is changing so it's like why work yourself to the bone when you don't have to for other people you know why should I clock into this job and like deal with people talking crazy to me, deal with people not prioritizing my family life because of their business. Like it's not necessary these days to like live comfortably and deal with that shit. So a lot of us aren't and I'm happy to be a part of the generation that's not. So, oh, excuse me, y'all. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the fuck this weather did, but I am for sure, for sure about to pop me some drugs because baby I don't I don't like how I feel none of that but uh, anyways that's pretty much what's going on with me for the week guys I'm gonna go ahead and take a quick break and I will be back with the goodies for you excited okay so welcome back everybody I have a guest with me today do you want to introduce yourself my name is Shaquita mm-hmm. what else do you want to know what, what do you do Shaquita I work with children with autism. Uh-huh. I'm a director. Okay. I run a few different states, you know. A few, uh, yes, a few different run, states. Yes, She's run, national, everybody. Okay. She, <laughs> yes. She's national. 
Okay, so today I brought Shaquita here to talk about um, sexual, well, I guess sexual responsibilities um, and financial responsibilities and how they um, should coexist with one another. Some people don't really place those boundaries when it comes to their um, adult areas, but um, I'm one of them people I like to. Most times. I have let a few niggas slide when I shouldn't have. Slide how? Slide like not really be bringing nothing to the table, but I'm having sex with them. And it's only because I, at the time I enjoy having sex with them. So I guess I was kind of getting some out of it. No more than what he was getting. Okay. Not really when I think about it, though. You was getting something you wanted and you didn't want to disrupt that hole. That's probably what it was. But, so, what is your take on that, Shaquita? Let's start with you. Um, specifically, my take on sex and finances. Mm-hmm. How they coincide. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm going to give you my pussy, we need to be talking about money. Right. Not paying for it, but if I can be that vulnerable with that, I feel like we could talk about finances and what that entails in a relationship. Okay. So... With finances, I think I'm okay with discussing finances. And I don't know if that's because tax brackets changed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I'm okay with discussing finances. I'm okay with discussing what that looks like. But I also don't necessarily believe in um, gender stereotypes regarding it. So you don't like... When you say that, you mean, like, you don't believe that, like, the man should be the breadwinner or... No. Okay. I don't feel like um, he has to make more. Mm -hmm. He has to bring in the majority of the income. Because, like, I know I might not want to stay at home with no damn kids. Yeah. (laughs) Right, right. Um, I work with kids all day, and it (laughs) might not be what I want to do. So, if you're the uh, parent that could handle that position i still feel like you're a provider mm-hmm. um but a provider to me is not just finance right okay so I if i can if we can lay down and we can have sex we can talk about now we don't have to go into detail about what i make right <laughs> we'll have to go into that kind of detail right but we can go into detail what do you bring to the table mm-hmm. because i also run into the conversation i've run into the conversation with people in the past that because if I make, hypothetically speaking, 200000 a year, mm-hmm. and you make fifty, mm-hmm. should that mean you bring in half and I bring in half of the bills? Is that fair? No, absolutely not. But a lot of people do feel like that. His whole check should go to the household, and he pays the mortgage. Why he's does... left with nothing. Yeah. And, and how am I going to be okay with that? Because if the roles reverse, everyone would say, well, it's okay. She getting her. Mm-hmm. Well, how I know he not getting there. Right. right. And I went to school for 10 years to do what I do. So, Oof, <laughs> so you know, yeah. that's how I feel about that. Okay, so I agree with you for the most part. Um, I am one of them people. I Like I said, I've always made more money than the person that I'm with. I don't know how or why, but this just... Do it make you feel away? Nah, I guess it kind of can because... Eventually, like, I'm one of the people I love to, like, give gifts. Me but too. at the same time, I like to receive. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it's like, okay, nigga, well, 
Mm-hmm. All I'm getting out of this is like good penis and maybe every now and then. Don't downplay the good penis though. <laughs> but don't give it too much credit because I feel Very like that's true. where a lot of niggas be like, well, I got good dick, so it don't, it don't I matter. Could be a, it's like, I could be an ancient nigga, but I'm giving you good dick. So yeah, and it's, it's like that's toxic. Mm-mm. Okay, I get you. Yeah, Very yeah. True. And that's like, I'm happy I'm getting out of that headspace of like, Oh, well, they did good, so he cool he for cool. now. He good enough. Because it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. nigga, I want another baby. I want to get married. Like, I know I just turned 30, but in my mind, I'm almost 40, so mm, <laughs> I don't have time to play with y'all. I don't have time to play with y'all. And it's like, um, I don't. I try not to be hard on men about their finances because at the end of the day, like, we're all human. All of us are in a working class um, I was just talking about on last week's episode how a lot of people looking at these millionaires and looking at social media and they're comparing their lives and they putting these um, unrealistic standards on like, these Like, I want men. him to rent this out for me. And it's just like, have you hoes? You don't possess the stuff that you're looking for. Right. And it's like, uh, people was on, like, be Simone about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like her message was right, but the delivery was... I agree. It was trash. I agree. But, um, yeah, I don't, I try not to be that way with like dudes. And especially like if I was, uh, a male and I was dating me, I would look at my situation and be like, what is, what is you over there doing? Like, y'all know that I'm working, but like to somebody else <laughs> coming into my situation, they'd mm-hmm. be like, mm-hmm. yeah, what you, you trying to do this? Is it paying bills right now? And they would right. be looking at me like I'm mm-hmm. crazy. So it's like, I'm not in a position to judge anybody or based on like, what they're doing like you don't feel like that's challenging when the world says that the man needs to do a b and c um for me personally no because what i'm doing in my household and in my relationship and none of your business that's like good. i'm quick to like shut some shit down. like you really good at like not looking at all of these other entities and like yeah. letting them hold weight with you yeah that's good yeah i had I to learn how not to do that Nah, I don't. I don't play that because at the end of the day, I've seen too many relationships fail, and mm-hmm. it's like y'all doing what people say you' supposed to be doing. Posting on Facebook, you yeah. don't post your boyfriend. It ain't real. But it's just yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, that that's. It's a lot of people not into social media. The older mm-hmm. I get, the more I'm finding like a lot of people don't even Very really true. fuck with it. So it don't matter who you posting because I see people posting they significant yes. other and what they doing on the other side of their Facebook and Instagram is like Mm -hmm. you single like question mark what what Mm -hmm. so yeah I I try not to put that this standard on men and I try not to put standards on myself I'm a firm believer in do what's best for you and your relationship Mm -hmm. and what works for y'all because what works for y'all might not work for me some women are like comfortable being like I want to say sugar mamas, but like mm-hmm. some people are like that's just what they want. Probably they just you know want to provide a little something financially, get them some good dick, and like not be and bothered. Be yeah, and some people and I want don't more. mind. Like yeah. I love like I'm trying to think when I was single, how did I think the same way? And I feel like I did. Like money didn't I never allowed money to hold weight and not just with my my nigga but yeah. with my friendships yeah if you fuck me over for some money I'll always have money I'll get some more money yeah. you won't have me around and that's just what that is yeah and so to me I like to give gifts I mm-hmm. love giving gifts mm-hmm. but I've learned I need to show people that I love them in other ways yes and I think it has to do with the fact of that I make more money because I remember when I was in college I couldn't buy my friends no round of drinks I couldn't do nothing. So now I'll be like, oh, I want to show them that I can do this because Mm -hmm. I care. But it is 
it has to be a different type of way for me to show them the, the love and right which i'm learning yes. and with my dude like i'll be trying to put myself in his position like if i was a dude but i want my girl keep doing this yeah. so because that could be like attacking if his you ego. was a man because yeah. some dudes don't give a damn yeah. and that will be dry but right a real nigga gonna be like, like okay oh, this is cool this like cool. the first couple times okay, but, but after like, a while yeah <laughs> you don't have to buy <laughs> so i think finances always should be discussed mm-hmm. i i don't necessarily know when because i do see a lot of uh conversations with women mm-hmm. specifically saying oh that needs to be a conversation from day one day two I don't really know if I want to do that day one, day two. No. I need to see if I like you because after three months, I know if I really, if we there. Yeah. So, I'm fine with talking about finances. I'm fine with talking about sex. I'm fine with talking about. Yeah. But it, it takes me a minute, though. Yeah. Because I have issues. I got issues. So, I still have to work through that stuff. I don't think that this is a problem with waiting, with talking about it. I guess it just, I feel maybe it depends on the window that you mm-hmm. get or how fast y'all moving because... Me, my friend that talked me into getting on a day nap last summer was, um, I can't remember what day nap she was on, but a guy reached out to her and she's a flight attendant and he was just like, you know, common question, what do you do for work? I don't think that's, you know, too right. bad. And she mm-hmm. was like, oh, um, you know, I'm a flight attendant. And he immediately went into, well, how are you doing financially? And blah, blah, blah. That was rude. To me, that's rude. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay, we know we're all in a pandemic. We know mm-hmm. a lot of flight attendants was getting laid off. Mm-hmm. Like, that should have been like, he should have went somewhere else with the answer but for that But why would question. you even? I don't yeah. know what would trigger that type of response, though. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I could think that I wouldn't have asked in that way, but... If I were a dude and I was asking that question in my mind, I would be looking to, like, give you money. Did he ask her this during the pandemic? Yes. So I feel like it should be more of, like, well, how you holding up, you know, like a lot of people got laid off. Yeah. That would be more of a concern, not how you handling your finances. Yes. And it was, like, she, like, rightfully so was, like, super, super pissed off. And they hadn't even been talking, like, a week or something. Mm -mm. So it's just, like, that obviously is too soon, but I feel like... I don't want to say as soon as you think you're ready to have sex with somebody. I was going to say, do you have a before or after sex? I guess it just really just depends on how the relationship go or, you know, what the connection is. Because, like, let's say, mm, I don't know. I never really ask niggas about their money. I feel like you can see it. You can I see agree. It. But you also, I've learned because mm -hmm. I overthink and I overanalyze Mm -hmm. that I can't keep assuming because I take what I think somebody doing and is, I take A and B and it means C to me and that's just it. Ain't (laughs) this is it. So I, I'm trying to ask questions and all of that. Yeah. So, but I also have to respect how I want it to come to me. Yeah. Because I feel like because I go to this professional job and I hold this position i guess mm-hmm. and it's not cocky at all it's just the position that i hold so because i hold that position i can see how somebody might be curious like oh what do you do and i've never had anyone ask me how much i make though this is just rude it's not the, a question that you should be but married people know how much each other make is that because of well, i was offered? gonna say this is the thing it's different marriage is a well, totally not even married effort. let's say together for uh-huh. two three years mm-hmm. two three years do you offer the information? Was it asked? Um, 
I'm trying to think. And then if you share the bank account, like what about the joint account? Joint account (laughs) would only be getting maybe one third of what I'm bringing into my household. (laughs) Depending on what I make. If I'm making like what I make now is about 30,000 a year. I'm volunteering that information because I don't give a damn. Because next year is going to be different. Because next year you're going to be next making six figures. Next year is going to be different. I'm letting y'all know now. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> but right now I'm making like 30000 a year. Okay. So if I was in a relationship and we have a joint bank account, I would probably be putting 50% of my income into that joint account. Assuming that that joint account is used for us to pay bills and take care of our household and like our family needs together. Okay. Anything outside of that, my uh, vacation money, my uh, in case you fuck up stash, like mm-hmm. that's separate. You, they they all of your money not going know. into one. Account. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And if I'm married, it's probably gonna be the same. The thing. same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. To me, that just makes more sense because. At the end of the day, regardless of how much faith you have in your relationship, we human and mm-hmm. we live in life. Mm-hmm. Shit happens and you have to protect yourself. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. How would you feel if he was protecting himself? You would feel away? I know. Protect yourself. Okay. Because depending on what you do or what I do, you might hit, you might hit a wound mm-hmm. and get a different size. <laughs> By all means, I can't, I can't be mad at you for doing something that I'm doing. Absolutely not. Like... Whether you tell me or whether you don't. Now, if we get married and you die and God forbid, and you and like with, uh, two million sitting, yeah. But it's like, I guess in some form of way, he would leave, have to leave some sort of notice that that money is there. I don't mm-hmm. know. How, I don't know how that works, but yeah. I don't because I feel like if I put all of my money into this account and you put all of your money into this account. Yeah, I screwed. I've, I've uh, heard of situations where, where couples do that, and the man wasn't putting all of his money into the account, but, like, the woman was, and they get ready to get divorced. Or I heard it the other way. Yeah. Like, she, that she got her fucked. stash, but he don't. Yeah. Because he all... Because I, I understand the perception. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all in, but you got a stash over here? A just-in-case yeah. stash? Mm-hmm. How about we both have a just-in-case stash? Yeah. But the thing is, but I feel the, like women double standard. They'll be quick to say, mm-hmm. "Well, he got that over there because he paying this other bitch rent, or he doing this, he mm-hmm. doing that." Because you could be doing the same thing hypothetically. Yeah. So if we both have this stash, or we both only one foot in and one foot out, I don't. I don't look at it like that. I just know the we live the world we live in. Anything can happen. I mm-hmm. don't care how in love you are. I don't care, like, what your situation is. Literally, all of that can be changed in a blink of an eye. Do you think it matters how much you make? Would you still have the same? Oh, oh if I was making, if you were making the same amount, I'm sorry, if you were making 20000 mm-hmm. versus 200000 do you still think either way you would have the stash? Yeah, it probably wouldn't be as much, but I mm-hmm. still have a stash. Even if it's just, like, a couple grand of... You know, in case this nigga go AWOL and kick me and my baby out, like, I need to have enough money for, like, a hotel or, mm-hmm. you know, Do you think you to think, move. think differently because you have a baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you have a baby. Yeah. So, it's like, if you fuck me over, you literally fucking, fucking both of us right, over. It's like, right. I can't have it. <laughs> right. I can't give you. I can't, I can't give you that leverage. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not sorry, because 
True, I yeah. get that. Yeah, but, but know, if it was no just me, I still would. I think I still would think. The I still same. think you should. I I feel like a. I don't know if it has to be like a secret though, like how no. it used to be. Like I think conversation. That's what I was gonna come at. Okay, so I'm saying now, I just found out you can get a prenup before you get money. So like, say for instance, I plan on. I just feel it in my bones. I could be delusional and say, well, I think I'm going to make about 50 mil in the next five years mm-hmm. and I get married next year. I can make a prenup up for up to, to save in my neck for up to 50 mil. And mm-hmm. that person wouldn't get shit at, mm-hmm. you know, before the 50 mil. Mm-hmm. So, but I also know that if you are married and your spouse knows about whatever account, they could easily have access to the account mm-hmm. some way legally because you, because you're married, mm-hmm. but so in they my literally mind, could go into that account and empty it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So being in a relationship, yes. Would I go and open a new account without them knowing after getting married? Yes. Because they, because they could take it. <laughs> yes. Despite. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I would probably open it in like my maiden name, mm-hmm. just to be smart. Yeah. Like before I go get my name changed, like I'm just that type of person. You will get your name changed. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you would. Oh, no. Bowers got to go. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. I didn't think you would. Get it far the fuck out of here. This this name is, this name holds so much rubbish. I don't want you it. You done with it. I don't want it. Uh-uh. <laughs> if I don't get married before 35, I fuck around and go 35. change my last name to Brown. 35. 35. I want to be married, like, tomorrow. I want to be married, too. Yeah. <laughs> I got like, And I don't crazy. even want, like, a big-ass wedding. I just want, like. But are you ready to be a wife? I am. Uh-uh. You don't think so? Uh-uh. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Why uh-uh. you say no? Uh-uh. No. Why? I, I think. Uh-huh. I think I really do love my dude, but uh-huh. I'm not ready to be no wife. I, I think I have to continue to, I don't expect perfection. Okay. But I do think I have to be in the, in a little bit of a better place with myself mm-hmm. and what that means. Um, because I do stupid shit. Like, I really do. I do stupid shit like, mm-hmm. um, I'll be in Sam's. Me and him in Sam's. And I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, I need some washing powder. And I go get it up. Go pick it up. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, I, I'm going to get it. But I'm so used to just doing on my own. And I need to allow him to protect, provide, and love on me yeah. in just little ways like that. But that's something that, that comes... With time. Girl, this has been two years. My dumbass. It just depends on the person. But I know, like, with me, I'm you always going to have to be working on yourself because you're always evolving. You're always changing. So, in my mind, I'm one of them people. I have to just jump out and do it because if I'm waiting for me to get better with myself, I'm going to be waiting forever. I'm constant. I'm changing. Like, I think often. you... I don't think it's that you need to be better with yourself. For uh-huh. you, I think it's more like, are you ready to make a commitment that's not he pissed me off and I'm gonna fuck him up and then that's it or let's talk about this and I gotta hear you and hear your perspective yeah and you hear me and we might even have to not agree on this Uh but I have to understand how you felt and you understand how I felt and what we're gonna do moving forward see and I feel without you fucking him up I feel like it just depends on the person because your tongue might be a little sharper than in the past like even my last situationship like Mm -hmm. He wasn't like a let's talk about it type of person. We literally would get into it and he would hang up on me. 
after seeing what he had to say. And I always end up with them type of dudes. So naturally, yeah, you disrespect you me, hang you hang up, up on me. me. I feel like, okay, well, I'm not going to get out what I want to say, so I'm going to show your ass. <laughs> and that's, that's how my brain works. I'm getting out of that space. And, like, I was just texting my cousin yesterday, and she was asking, like, um... You know why me and him stopped talking, and I told her, and then I told her about the dude I met on your birthday, and why we stopped talking. And Y'all stop talking, girl. That didn't last two weeks. <laughs> that didn't last two weeks. But um, yeah, I'm just like I'm. I'm not in a place in space to keep acting crazy with you niggas, right? And it's like right. my baby getting older. She sees me. Mm-hmm. Like I can't show. I don't want her to see this side of me unless somebody trying her. Then I don't right. mind. But it's just like I get. I'm tired. I'm tired of that. Like I've been doing this since I was 15, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm 30. So so you done with it? I ain't gonna say I'm done with it. But, but you I, want to be. I definitely. I'm. I don't feel like I'm still in that space. So it's like if you are the type of person that bring that out of me, I don't even want you around me. The first red flag I pick up on, I'm. It, the people probably look at me and think it's a bad thing, but the first time you show me, I'm gonna believe you. And okay, I'm, but I'm that's gone. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, for marriage, well, it just depends. What if you have a red flag? This is the thing. When that's like when it shows up sooner, that means to me that's that who you are. It's you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's like you know months in and you know you've been showing me all these great things, and I can see like your efforts efforts are apparent then that's different if like we have a spat and it's just like okay well he had a moment it's different i'm i'm learning to distinguish your moments between you i love that yes because i but i also know moments could be moments for weeks because of men deal with trauma like i remember you posted something like how many of y'all men have a therapist Mm -hmm. and i don't remember any comments I, I, maybe one person said they have a therapist. Eventually. Yeah. It, it, it was up some, for a while. Yeah. But I want to say maybe three or four dudes ended up saying that they went to therapy. But um, they have trauma. So that so the moment might be a couple weeks. Yeah. Dealing with depress, depression or, you know, certain thoughts that they don't think it's comfortable, enough, that they're not comfortable enough to say out loud. Yeah. So that moment might not be isolated. Yeah. So do you think you would be able to... Uh, it just depends on the person. Especially if, if they're you, not a communicator. If they're not a communicator, they would have to learn to be a communicator. Because I don't think I'm tired of dealing with non-communicators. I don't think I'm a communicator. I don't, That's why it's hard. I'm tapped out. I'm really, really tapped out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like not knowing. I don't feel like I should have to be in a relationship with somebody and guess if they're okay. And, and guess if, like, what mm-hmm. it is they're going through. Like, I'm your significant other or your spouse literally your other half so there should be nothing in this world that you can't come to me and talk to me about even if they cheated even if they cheat you will want to know you want them to tell tell you because that that tells me one you acknowledging your fuck up two you're not hiding it so you i would assume you don't plan on doing it again Mm -hmm. um and there's some remorse behind it for you to say it yeah like i did this thing and it, it it depends on how you say it too, because <laughs> some That's niggas might be on that uh that Tyler Perry shit like yeah bitch I cheated yeah <laughs> get get my ass tracked yeah. what was that movie what, what was that <laughs> what was that because he, he had me fucked up bitch he had me with that uh fucking what you twist out okay. wig sir but yeah I feel like it just I think I need to work on what if he lied about his uh, income lied about his income mm hmm. Nah. That's workable. Yeah. Because it, it just shows me that, okay, at some point you weren't sure. 
mm-hmm. and now you know. Yeah. So it's like I can't be mad at you for not being a hundred percent sure because okay, I'm girl, not you sure. might be ready for marriage. Yeah, you might be ready. She, the bitch, I've been in here growing. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> you might be a little ready. I've been in here growing. You might be ready. It, it really, like I said, it depends on the person. When I'm working on attracting a different type of person, and I feel like. The last couple of niggas. What he gonna do? Come knock on your door? Nah. I mean, it's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He might send me online or something. Okay. He might. You not opposed to that? What? Online dating? Online dating. Um, I tried it. And I like I was just telling, I got like over, I don't know how many still heard. Some of them might have deleted me by now. <laughs> but it's a lot of niggas left on red on this. Oh, Okay. Well, I deleted it. Okay. See, that's how Did I you? am with online dating. You just deleted it. It was a God is my witness. At least 25 to 30 dudes that I had just like left mm-hmm. unread. And I was just like, men don't, I don't know if it's just men don't know how to communicate or maybe they just don't know how to communicate with me or maybe they're nervous. I don't know. Are you looking for something that's, are you expecting something that's not average at least? What you mean? So, you want a good communicator. Right. You want One of the things you said was, I need to know what you're going through. Like, if I'm supposed to be your other half and I don't know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. But if men have been told, black men have been told all their life that they don't express that. Mm-hmm. And you are expecting them to because of who you are. Not necessarily expecting, but show me that, like... Uh, I'm trying to think of how to word this. You do what I mean. I get what you mean. Like, how am I expecting him to communicate? And I'm not saying he shouldn't. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I always want to meet you where you are Mm -hmm. and see if we can grow from that. Yeah. Because you have to meet me where I am. Mm -hmm. I overanalyze so much. So, you're going to have to meet me where I am. So, when I ask you again a question, as my spouse, you have to understand that she not asking me again because she think I'm cheating. She's asking me again because she's already determined a conclusion in her head and she's trying to not do that. So she's clarifying it. Yeah. So for me, if I know you're, you don't communicate your feelings, let me meet you where you are with that and see if we can get you to grow with that. Yeah. So it might not be perfect the first five, ten years. I don't know. Five, three, somewhere. <laughs> Maybe two, three years I can tolerate it. Um, I just, it really just depends. And like, that's really like case by case. It's hard trying to, you know, well, mm-hmm. hypothet- I don't know how to say hypothetically, mm-hmm. you know, assume yeah. something, but it just, it just depends. Cause I don't want to keep comparing like the person I want to end up with to the people of my past because I'm not trying to attract that. Like I just, how do you attract something different? Home. Change. So, things you might have overlooked before in a guy, you don't overlook now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's it's certain shit that, like, especially, like, my last two relationships, that they were so similar to the point, like, first of all, the biggest red flag was they literally a day apart. <laughs> let's start <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> but um, it's just a certain shit that, the dude most recent would say to me that my baby daddy have said, had literally said to me almost verbatim mm-hmm. and it's just like like emotional abuse type stuff like or low key okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah like very manipulative testing the waters to see if they can get to that point yes 
So it's just like them was red flags and like me being the type of person that I am. A lot of my friends probably think that I mean, but like when it comes, like I'm I'm really not as mean as what people say. I don't think you mean. I think you're direct, and I think you you said it when somebody show you who they are. Yeah, you like oh no fuck no, and I'm like wait wait, but that might not be who they are. That could have been that moment. But I'm no one else around me is like this. My yeah. mom, nobody else around me is like yeah. this. So. But you, you, I, I'm having to learn to determine what is the moment and what is them. Because mm-hmm. if those moments keep happening, it could be for five minutes. If two months from now it happens again and it's exactly the same from the first time, it's not a moment. That's and who you are. It's not a moment yeah. at all. That's who you are. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, for instance, if we get into it and you hang up on me and then block me. That's who you are. That's who you are. I understand that. That's who you are. So I have to take that for what it is and like gone the fuck about my business. But what if it was a female doing that? And then she stopped That's doing That's who it. she is. Wait. If I was somebody who was like, oh, fuck this. And then do like, I don't go with that shit. Like, this, that's not what I do. You're you going to be by your damn self because you're not going to hang up on me. And you ain't going to block me. That's yeah. not how we communicate. Yeah. Dude tell you that. A chick might be like, oh, damn. Okay, so I can't get away. Let me let me get it together. Yeah. So, it could be a moment that That's she what I'm had. If it happens that second time, but if I do it again, then it's like okay, then it's like okay. Bitch, well, this, I'm, this now I have to show you that this fat meat is greasy. Uh-huh. Take your ass home. Yeah, true. I'm blocked. If I call back and I'm blocked, Ooh. I'm done. A nigga blocking has literally bitch. blocked me. <laughs> Only to hit me up like saw- later and just be like, "How you and Z doing, sir? This shit's dead. Good day." So now you blocked. Block me. <laughs> so now you blocked, <laughs> and you get to watch me from the outskirts of social media. It's quite great. Like, and it's like at this point in my life, my friend told me years ago. She was like, "Don't get upset with a dude for like breaking up with you. Don't try to figure out why. Don't try to figure out like closure. Don't, yes. don't figure that out. Yeah, you, don't. You don't even need closure. Closure is a is an illusion. That's like, what somebody. That. That's what I learned a couple years ago. Closure yeah. is a fucking illusion. You don't need yeah, that. You don't, you don't need, need to it. ask them shit. Yeah, she was like, I guarantee you, the same dude that's doing you dirty. She said, I don't even give it five years, and they'll be back at your door. Mm-hmm. The same dude we was talking about that literally for the past three weeks has he's. I guess he's slow and don't know how to work social media. He's been watching my stories. He's been like, I know he every time he's mm-hmm. on my page, I know because he watched my story. Mm-hmm. And we was together for nine years, and mm-hmm. it's just like, if you want to see how I'm doing, just ask me how I'm doing. But the way that he fucked that situation up, up he, I know it's just like he would have to swallow his pride and mm-hmm. apologize before anything, and he's scared to do so. So he's just looking and watching. Are you somebody who could? If he said, hey, how you doing? You you would be like, oh, I'm fine. Or you like, what the fuck are you even talking to me for? No, I would tell him I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm great. Mm-hmm. You see how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just... Mm-hmm. And I feel like if... If he if he do know how to work social media, he's probably looking for me to say something to him. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything to you. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let you... Apologize for your actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not opening the door for no conversation. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't owe you that... I don't owe you anything. So it's just like, yeah. I forgot where I was going with that, but. (laughs) You said your friend said you don't need closure. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't need closure from him. I thought I did, Mm -hmm. but I don't. Because Because like she said, they they always come back. Always. They always come back. I had to learn that because I think everyone just, I need closure and I just need to sit down. I need to say what I need to say. No, you don't. Uh Uh-uh. 
Write they it in your journal. Right, write it in your journal. <laughs> That's what my therapist told me. You don't need closure. Mm-hmm. I don't need closure from shit. I write it in my journal. I don't give a damn if I need to talk about it with my friends, uh, whatever. I don't need to talk to that nigga for what? Right. He ain't want to listen when I was right there. Exactly. Talk to that bitch. I don't know what you want me to do. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, so just getting back to the topic of, we talked about financial responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just get into like the sexual responsibility of... I think I'm gonna. I might end it here, friend. I think we're gonna move on to tequila after talking. And start talking about some, some fucking. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm just gonna end it here, y'all. I feel like this is gonna be a quite lengthy episode. So, um,. If you want to head over to my Patreon and subscribe there, we're going to continue this conversation um, and a couple of different other topics over at um, Tequila After Dark. I did not know how I was going to transition this, but it did just work out perfect. I was like, (laughs) it worked out perfect. So um, that concludes this week's episode. Everybody, um, I'll see you over at Patreon. And if not, then I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.